There's a conspiracy afoot that's pulling the world into darkness. Information is the new battlefield. Propaganda, disinformation, and media manipulation dominate the minds of the public. Join us on the Dark to Light Show as we remove the head of the snake and expose media censorship, social and cultural engineering, and the unfolding global conspiracy of the New World Order. Welcome back to the Dr. Light Show. My name is Josh here with Jim Price. And Ooh. it is Friday, July 21st, Friday, yeah, woo. I'm out of here, buddy. I'm gone. It's Friday. Oh, it's, uh, it, it's, it's 5 o'clock somewhere. It's 5 o'clock somewhere. Yeah, yeah, no, I'm good. Hey, thanks for giving me the show, bro. I appreciate it. I checked in. I'm out, boss. Uh, see you later. It's kind of like what our, our government does, isn't it? I know. It's California <laughs> hours, right? There's a reason why they call it California. You, you know what California hours were, Jim? Have you ever been, lived this? in California or worked in California? You don't know what California no. hours are? No, no, oh, no, man. no, no, no. Huh. What's California so basically, hours? I, I'm interested now. Good. Okay, so basically in California, uh, they had this this thing called California hours. People would come in the work late on Fridays around nine or ten, and they'd leave at one. Really? They, they hit the beach. Yep. Wow, that's nice. Friday was always a short half day. Um, and wow. unless you're in the military, that, that, that just doesn't right. work, but yeah, California hours. That's, uh, anyways, you want to get to the yeah. beach, man. I got to go hit those waves. Yeah, man. I got to go, bro. Just catching the waves, right? I don't know. Anyway, no, I would just give you a hard time. Uh, what do we got going on? Anything, um, anybody do any money laundering today? I mean, um, about you know, I, I think that there, uh, there was some, definitely some money laundering involved within our government. Uh, so right. apparently over $17 million between uh, Hunter Biden and Joe Biden coming in from foreign entity entities from CEFC in China, Romania, Ukraine, to name a few. We have Russian oligarchs involved in this. Um, we have oh. basically pay-for-play schemes where – uh, the, the U.S. goes in there and strong arms them with aid money or, um, you know, financial resistance through uh, United Nations or whatever it might be. And Joe right. Biden was getting kickbacks. Now, the problem with this is that that is illegal. <laughs> and, is it? Um, I, I'm it just doesn't surprised. feel illegal. We talk about it all the time. I mean, this I know, is like right? matter of practice, right? Was what we do. Hey, Josh, let me ask you a quick question real quick. This is a personal thing. And I, I don't mean to sure. get personal on the radio show, but just we'll whisper it so no one else can hear. Josh, if you had, I don't know, $12 million, are, I mean, what are you going to do with all that money? I mean, are you going to run out of it to where you need to go back to the same well and keep pumping that well for it? I mean, isn't there a point where you kind of got everything covered? I'm just, just asking. I don't know. Just... Well, yeah, there, there's friend. something like that. And if I had $12 million, I would tell you that um, this show would be nationally syndicated. But <laughs> 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 that I would Suddenly. be expanding that investment uh, beyond the scope. But, um, right. you know, with, well, you know what I'm saying, though. I mean, this guy's 79 million years old or whatever. What's he doing with all this money? Does he have that kind of overhead? And is there something that we don't know about his habits outside the Oval Office that He's got expenses too. I mean, do you follow what I'm saying? Well, you know, from what I'm getting from Dan Bongino, Dan Bongino said uh, yesterday, uh, just let me uh, let me just say a friend called me, and he says that Secret Service apparently has called Dan Bongino and let him know that they completely covered up all of the cocaine scandal evidence in the White House. 
to the point where they destroyed the DNA evidence. Oh, come on. On the bag of cocaine. Come on. Including fingerprints. Come on, man. CSI tells me they can recover that. (laughs) Now, you got to wonder, is Joe Biden getting an extra bump, quite literally? Well, no, they no, no, no. Remember, Trump talked about this in the election cycle. He talked about this, and everybody got all mad at him because he said it. He said that people that have dementia do respond very well to methamphetamines and cocaine stimulants to bring them a better or a higher cognitive reasoning. And they said that this. Didn't you hear about this? Yeah, that there was a yeah there, during the whole uh, election cycle that they were they were doping him up. Uh, they were letting him sleep in late so that he was basically like getting up at like five and six in the evening. And that's why he wasn't available to do a lot of campaigning because they had him on a different sleep cycle. Plus, they kind of had to dope him up every time he did anything. Anyway, just- it makes a lot of sense. I mean, that the cocaine was Joe's. Cocaine. Him and Hunter were sharing in on that good Colombian white powder. And uh, oh, you think there's get stepped on with uh, with the fentanyl and all that stuff and baking soda? Do you think they get the good stuff or do you think they're getting street stuff? I think they're getting the good stuff. I, I, I think mm-hmm. that they're probably getting it directly from the DEA after it's been t- <laughs> <laughs> the producers. They're getting yeah. it directly from the manufacturer. Uh, I go straight to the manufacturing floor for my bag. Where do you, where do you get your me. cocaine? Well, I got this contact over the DEA who just goes into the vault from- and pulls me out some good cocaine. Yeah. But um, I just go over there to the production line and talk to, you know, hey, which one's a good batch today? All right. Well, thanks. I'll take a scoop so, of that. So, Jim, though, in all seriousness. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. Um, why hasn't Joe Biden resigned? I mean, why are we still no having to? this? Con- yeah, why? Why are we still having this conversation? I mean, it, it's the, the Democrats. Because they're afraid of Kamala Harris. Prescott, I mean, I well, yeah, true, but Prescott, <laughs> Representative Prescott, who is a uh, a, a Democrat, right? In one of the opening statements yesterday, said that the Russians attempted to steal the 2016 election, attempted to steal the 2020 election. They interfered in the 2016. Th- that's a conspiracy theory. That's not even true anymore. That's legally and inherently false. Like, why aren't people standing up and saying, ah, strike that from the record? That's not true. We've already Censure proven that. Something. It was the Democrats who posed as Russians to do this. But but here's the thing. Yeah. Is the so Democrats he went back to the there. Adam Schiff. He did the Adam Schiff narrative? Is that they, what he did? Well, she, she did. She did. And, oh, and she here's did, the thing, Jim, is these yeah. people are out there saying that RFK is running an active disinformation campaign. It's the Democrats that are running the active disinformation campaign. And how Isn't come, that gaslighting? Yeah, how come the other members of Congress are allowing this to happen? How come nobody's standing up and calling them out? How come mainstream media – well, we know why mainstream media isn't calling it out. But, but, but listen, th- this is getting ridiculous. People – all of Congress needs to go out there immediately and vote on, hey, Joe Biden, you need to resign. Here, here, here's our amendment. Boom. Joe Biden resigned. Done. You know, uh, you get the 217 members of Congress that go vote for it. Do it. It, it. Why are we waiting on this? This is a compromised country at the highest levels. And nobody is saying it. They're like, well, you know, we're going to take our time and we're going to do an impeachment process. And it's going to take about six to 12 months to do all that. What? It didn't take Nancy that, the first Ukrainian phone call. I'm bended knees. I talk to the Lord and I shall impeach the man. Come on. It took her two seconds to figure that out. Like, and, and where where is the, the RNC? Why isn't the RNC standing up and running campaign ads for Joe Biden to resign? 
effective yeah. immediately. I mean, this was Nixon. Nixon resigned over something minute, not even close to what this is. Yeah. I mean, this is atrocious in the sense of the political situation of our country. In other yeah. news, all right, Rand, Senator Rand Paul <laughs> okay. has sent criminal charges to the DOJ against Anthony Fauci for lying contempt to Congress, for, for perjury to Congress. He was lying three years ago. Yeah. He was lying through. I mean, why are we just now getting to this? This is three years. We've gone through three Christmases already. I mean, some p- things have gone on. I mean, why was, Why are we waiting so f- ah, Anyway, go ahead. Sorry. Sorry. Well, my bad. Th- the question is, is what is the DOJ going to do about it? And whatever happened in the beginning of the year when we took back Congress, we're going to impeach Merrick Garland. We're going to impeach Christopher Wray. We're going to impeach. Where is this? Where? Remember, like a few months ago, we, here's the articles of impeachment. Nancy Pelosi does this within a week. Yeah. And yeah. Congress has been sitting on this for six months. Right. Yeah. How much do you people have to realize that this is a uni party? That it's all <sighs> smoke and mirrors. Nothing mm-hmm. is going to happen unless the American people make it happen. Well, they don't think they don't think you care because they don't hear from you. See, that's a see, Josh. It's not about whether they know what's right or wrong. It's like, well, if nobody cares, I'm not going to put my reputation out there. I'm not going to put my FBI photos that they've got of me doing something I don't want everybody to know about out there because I start pushing this button, right? This is a whole mm-hmm. thing where we've we've got people who we know they've been tainted. It's the first thing they do is they bring you your CIA, NSA, and FBI file, and they show you all the junk they've got on you. And like, hey, get out of line. Here's your, here's your paperwork, and we'll just dump this out there on the internet for you. I mean, the, the, this is all called leverage. It's blackmail. <clears throat> That's what we do. You know, there's some old taxes, some old whatevers, and here we go. Uh, you know, they'll bring up your old text messages from 10 years ago that you've forgotten about. This is what this is what they do. This is how they control people so they can control what they want. We have a problem with bureaucracy. Our greatest problem is not really, I mean, yeah, the elected officials aren't doing what they should, but the bureaucracy, the three-letter agencies, the alphabet soup of our government is actually what is causing people to hesitate and not be the right people when we need them to be. Yeah. Uh, well, and Jim, it gets worse. Oh. I mean – this gets a lot worse. Oh, we, I was going to leave a few minutes ago. I think I'm gonna, <laughs> <laughs> I was going to call it are, a Friday. I'm out. We are on the verge of war. Mm-hmm. I mean, oh, Jim, yeah. Jim, how about this? Let's say that you have the power of the United States of America, the power of the United States military behind you, the power of the okay. United States economy behind you. Okay. Right. And, and you've seized it. You've seized control of it. It's no longer for the people of the people by the people, but instead it's by who controls the guns and who controls the votes. Right. And let's right. say that there is a stream of bad information coming out against you that could really take down you, your regime, and your agenda. What do you do? Right. And I'm going to pose that question. What do you do? How do you switch this? Because we're going to go to a break, but when we come back, I want to ask, right. what do you do? How do you remedy the situation that you have at hand when you have that, that absolute power at your fingertips? Hmm. Wait, so I become a dictator? I get to do what I want? We'll talk about that here in a minute. We'll be right back with more Dark Delight Show. Dark Delight on the WYSL stations. 
All right. Welcome back. Yeah. So, Jim, the question is, is if you had absolute power of the federal government and the military, and you're a a political party who has seized this power, and there is massive evidence, not allegations, evidence, coming out against your bad business dealings with foreign entities, the selling of state secrets, the leaking of classified information, the behind-the-door business deals to uh, enrich yourself while selling out your country, the embezzlement of U.S. taxpayer dollar to foreign countries for kickbacks on that aid money, um, everything to include murder, drugs, human trafficking involvement in this, tax fraud. If all this was coming out against your political party and you're the one in control, Mm -hmm. what do you do? Uh, well, so you, you create, so if I, okay, well, Jim, this is not Jim Price speaking. So I, this is, uh, this is me thinking as if I was that guy and that guy, if I was that guy, I would create obviously, you know, distractions, deflections from me to other people. Then I would do the, uh, you know, kind of confused look and, and answer like, what, what do you, what restate the question again? And then the other thing I would do is then I would create more distractions and more distractions and more distractions to keep you away from looking at me. I would crash the economy. I would could have sent as many wars and skirmishes across the globe as possible. I would do all these things. And then I would then try to find a patsy. Somebody that was, I don't know, someone that was close to me, but uh, young enough to kind of survive all this once I'm gone. And I would throw them out there and let the sharks eat them. This is kind of, the, but the, everything that we're seeing with the mind manipulation, the gaslighting, the misdirection, deflection, all these, it's all because it was all started by a con. The con artist that started this whole thing, the guy who killed his wife in a car accident long ago, has somehow become, quote unquote, the most powerful man on the earth. But yet, you know, his whole life has been nothing but a con. His college degree was a con. His first, you know, assignment was a con. Everything he's done has always been a con. It has never been on his merit. It's never been on his intellect. It's never been on his ability to perform a task. It has always been on a con to leverage somebody else for something I want. And that is sad, is that this whole thing is, is that what you're seeing is an effect of a lifetime of a con artist. He's not a well, leader. He's so, not an So, Jim, let, let me yeah, interrupt sorry. here. Because there's another part of this that I didn't add right. in there. And I did it on Uh-oh. purpose. Thanks. Is Let's just say that this isn't just one person. This is a political party. And that right. this political party has an agenda that's been in the works for a very long time. Right. And that agenda is to basically integrate this country that you've seized power of into a world government to get rid of the sovereignty of that country and the people and to integrate it into a communo-fascist, technocratic, oligarchical-controlled new world order. Right. And all this stuff is coming out about you. What do you do? Well, you hit the nail on the head when you said you produce crisis. You produce cataclysm. Mm -hmm. And so let me ask you this. The best reason for World War III, World War III, whether – let's just say that there's a black swan or false flag attack, okay? Mm -hmm. Cyber attack on the eastern seaboard. The energy grid goes out for three months. Uh, A a cyber attack on all the United States where they take out critical – excuse me, a critical infrastructure – 
Right. Something of the nature that appears to be a cyber attack that has terrorist attack written all over it that puts people in harm's way and injures American life or even kills Americans' lives on American soil. Okay? That type right. of event. They can blame whoever they want, as we know with the 19 hijackers from September 11th, who they mysteriously found all the passports at the bottom <laughs> of the rubble and debris of planes that were disintegrated on impact. Uh, but Remember that the building was right. so hot, the steel melted, but not the paper. <laughs> That's right, but not the paper. The steel melted and completely disintegrated, but the paper didn't. Yeah, um, yeah, it, yeah your, your, your passport will be saved. You don't have to put it in your safe. Your house burns down. Your passport oh, yeah. will survive. Uh, but <laughs> we know that they will utilize those types of events to basically usher in a new age of warfare. Uh-huh. So look at the current situation and tell me this. Do we see a black swan false flag event coming about on American soil some point in the ne- near future? Tactical nuke, terrorist attack, cyber attack, EMP attack, whatever it might be. I, I would say absolutely. Will yeah. that be blamed on Russia, Iran, China, or North Korea? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Will that usher Americans into war? Absolutely. And what does that do? That resets the clock. It basically allows the federal government to go in and begin taking back control of news and information, putting people into a state of panic and fear, as well as get rid of any dissenter. So here's the thing is they're claiming Russian propaganda again, right? Russia took the 2016 election. They stole it. Okay, why are they doing that? (laughs) Right. Because the sentiment coming from the Freedom Caucus in Congress is pro-Russian. What does that mean? They don't want to fund Ukraine anymore. The, the, and right, they're sticking up for Donald Trump. Donald Trump is Russia. This is their perspective. So what happens is the same thing that happened in Ukraine when Russia started their special military operation. They went in there and arrested all their members of parliament who were pro-Russia. They put them under house arrest. A lot of those people have committed suicide or are dead. Okay, so if we see this actually happening, a terrorist attack, they're going to immediately try to remove anybody who's pro-Russia, quote unquote, not really pro-Trump, pro-Russia, in Congress to seize that power. That will stop and end those investigations. They'll look at the investigations as nothing more than an extension of Russia or China trying to infiltrate the America. And these people are really the provocateurs or agents of those countries that are working against the Democrats and the war effort of a terrorist attack that just came about on the United States. This is how the gaslighting happens. This is a psychological Mm -hmm. warfare. Okay. Next, what they're going to do is the event itself will produce economic turmoil and most likely economic collapse of which the dollar will be facing harsh consequences due to that. And the ushering in of digital currency, FedNow system and CBDC will come at, at the beginning of this. Then after this, immediately we'll usher into World War III of where every able-bodied man and woman aged 18 to 45, including military veterans, doesn't matter how old you are, you will be recalled. The draft will be implemented and you're going to be sent overseas. This is why they're already prepping two different areas of operation called AORs. You have the Persian Gulf being prepped right now for war. You got a destroyer squadron. You have an air wing. The Bataan Bataan, uh, amphibious group is there with Marines. You have F-16s and F-35s being deployed to that area. You have 5,000 troops entering into the European area of operation in the Poland area. 
You had about 3,000, uh, two sets of 3,000, so about 6,000 more troops that already went there, deployed out the last six months. So you have two areas that are already being prepped for global warfare. Uh, and now we have North Korea threatening the United States with nuclear war because of a nuclear submarine that just ported in South Korea. So we have potential for a three-fronted war breaking out any time, any day now. It's one bullet fired away from actually happening. You have the United States that just gave Ukraine cluster bombs. And within just a few days of getting them, Ukrainians annihilated a whole Russian battalion with these cluster bombs, which are banned in over 140 different countries. And basically in the sense of what we call the law of war manual is cluster Mm -hmm. bombs are not supposed to be used. And Putin said specifically cluster bombs, tanks, F-16s, these are the red line. Do not cross that or you'll be at war with Russia. We know that the United States and NATO have wanted to usher Russia into war at some level and point um, in the last year, because what they need is a war to reset the clock. And this is why they keep on doing everything that Putin tells them not to do in the sense of crossing the red line. This is why F-16s are on their way to the European theater. But is there something more going on here? How do you get and prep a battlefield? You use a proxy war. You send your tanks, you send your aircraft, you send your munitions, you send your bombs over to that theater saying that you're supplying them for one country, but really what you're doing is you're building up your own military presence in the sense of an offensive that you plan to orchestrate at the time that a false flag event actually incurs on your homeland. You utilize that as the precedent event to basically launch an offensive attack on that country, trying to eliminate that threat, dragging the world into World War III, global economic collapse, and the collapse of your society, ushering in your agenda and covering up all the crimes that you've done over the last 50 years. Nice. And I don't think it's going to be one event. I think it's going to be multiples of events. I think they're going to really throw the dishwater, you know, the dish pan and the baby out the window. I think it's going to be a big one. I don't think it's going to be something simple because I think it'll be it'll be us distracted to try to we're, we're going to be treading water, trying to keep ourselves afloat and all that stuff. And then all of a sudden, boom, we got this other international thing going and we can't even stop it because we're barely feeding ourselves. <sighs> Not good, guys. It's Not coming, good. people. Uh, yeah. My my estimate is between November and March of this year and next is when the uh, SHTF. You can look that uh, well, up on Google. <laughs> yeah, HS. Uh, um, what, what about the idea that you – know, so, so Congress is getting ready to go home here in about two weeks. First of August, everybody goes home for like six weeks. So not, then we won't see any action out of Congress for till the middle of September. So next week is going to be a big this you know the last of this week and next week are going to be big deals on testimonies. But what do we do for Congress if everybody's gone for a month and a half? Why That's the perfect, the perfect time for a Black Swan event. We'll be right back. More Dark Delight Show after this. Dark Delight on the WYSL stations. All right. Welcome back to the Dark Delight Show. Yep. So, Jim, you know, you, you made a good yeah. point here. Congress is on yeah. recess August uh-huh. and the September. You know, having them dispersed across the country. Bob got echo. Having them dispersed across the country would be the prime opportunity 
right. to uh, to launch that type of black swan false flag event. And with everything yeah. coming to a T, I could see it coming in that time frame. Um, what I'm talking about, though, is World War III and global economic collapse would happen between that November, the March time frame. That's when the lockdowns, martial law, and all that stuff comes down. Number one, it's because you're entering into the winter season in the north. Okay, right. people don't want to go out and protest during the winter. Um, number yeah. two is that that also brings about a level of fear and panic with the energy grid being down or something of that nature. So, you know, I, I think that November the March is my ideal time frame that we could see something like this happen. But I think that you could potentially see the beginnings of these false flag black swan events between August and September. And, and here's the thing, and I want I want to reiterate this. I hope and pray we are wrong. Yeah. I mean, I, I, want, I want to make sure that people understand that. We don't want to be right. I want to be yeah. completely wrong. But you know what? There's, there's a lot of predictions that have come out um, in the world. And right. many people have predicted various different events that have happened, right? Right. And, you know, did anybody ever predict September 11th happening? I think we did, didn't we? But nobody listened. They well, they said there was things coming up, but they didn't know what it was going to be. And then 9-11, like, I think, smacked a lot of people in the face. But I think there were people trying to talk about it back then. But we didn't have what we have now. Think about what we have now, Josh, with the Internet. 2000, 2001, we had AOL still. We were still doing a bing, bing, ding, ding, mm-hmm. bing, ding. You know, we're doing that whole thing. So we weren't real big on spreading the information. But there were people out there trying to say some things. But here's the thing. Now we look back on it and it seems so obvious because, you know, hindsight's twenty twenty. We see things that we're, we're telling you. They're telling us about China's trying to attack our electrical grid. How many times have they been saying that for over the last year or so? It's like a year or so they've been talking about right. China's attacking well, the Well, because they, they already have. They're already inside. I mean, look, we, we just had another um, just yesterday. The Chinese and U.S. the U.S. ambassador in China has been hacked. The U.S. embassy in China has been hacked by Chinese hackers. A week before this, we see that hundreds of thousands of emails over the last five years were mistakenly being sent to a Russian ally ally in Mali. A week Mm -hmm. before that, we have massive data incursion, Chinese hackers in U.S. servers. They're already telling us that it's already happened. It's not if it's it's already happened. Now, I asked if somebody had predicted uh, various events in the future. If anybody goes back to the June 2001 broadcast of the uh, of the Hour of Time radio show with Bill Cooper. Okay. Bill Cooper is sitting there going, ladies and gentlemen, I, 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 I don't know how to tell you this. A CNN crew walking through the middle of the desert in some remote land in Syria or the Middle East, stumbles upon a cave system with a camera crew intact and happens to stumble upon the most wanted man known alive. All the intelligence agencies around the world are looking for this man. And a CNN crew with a camera handy just happens to go into this cave and there he is (laughs) sitting right there. And this man is Osama bin Laden. And he vows vengeance upon the Americans. He vows to strike America at its core. And Bill Cooper goes on to say, 
that I don't know how to tell you this, but I'm warning you right now that something big is going to happen. There is going to be an attack on America. And this attack is going to be somewhere, a big city, maybe something like New York City. And he says that you can expect it in the next few months, September, October time frame. That year, September 11th happened. Right. And then he said, but no, guys, no, everybody, that this attack is not being done by some, some radical nomads in the middle of the desert in Afghanistan or Syria. It's not being done by some radical terrorist sect that lives in another part of the world. But this is going to be the one event that they use to usher in tyranny and oppression. This is being done by this cabal, by these globalists, by your own government to usher in the new world order. And he was spot on. You want to know something interesting about Bill Cooper? What's that? September 11th happened. He was right. A month later, he died. He was shot and killed on his front porch. An anonymous wow. phone call. An anonymous phone call came into the sheriff's department. Bill Cooper was a right. sovereign. He said his land is private. Nobody, not even the sheriff, can come on his land. An anonymous phone call came into the radio station and said that a man is threatening people with his gun on his doorstep. The sheriff pulled up his driveway, and Bill Cooper came out with a shotgun and said, Sheriff, get off my property. The sheriffs pointed their gun at him and said, put the gun down, Bill, because they knew Bill. Bill looked at him and said, get off my property, raised his weapon, and they shot and killed him. Now, to this day, nobody knows who that anonymous phone call was that called in to the sheriff's department. Some people speculated Mm -hmm. it was Alex Jones because Bill Cooper's biggest competition on the radio during that time was Alex Jones, and Alex Jones' show blew up after uh, Bill Cooper passed away. Now, I don't believe it was Alex Jones in one bit, right. one shape or form. Um, Bill Cooper, I think, was a, a hero to a lot of people. I think that he got a lot of things wrong. I don't think he had a lot of credible sources, but he did his research and did his history and knew a lot of things about what was potentially coming. Very similar to kind of in the sense of the predictive analysis that I utilize with kind of the unfolding narrative. But I can tell you one thing is that the situation during that time, 2001, is very similar to the situation right now. During that time, we had $1.2 trillion missing from the defense budget from various audits that which were going to be investigated. We had George Bush, who had just stole the election from Al Gore in Florida. There was a lot of crime and corruption, and Americans were peed off. Americans were not happy. And so you needed this level of distraction to reset the clock. And that's exactly what they did. And usher in what, the Patriot Act. Well, wouldn't uh, wouldn't the okay, so remember Project Bluebeam and MK Ultra and all that stuff? Well, what Project this- Bluebeam is is kind of a fictitious creation of a Canadian dude about ten years ago. Uh, Project Bluebeam has no merit or validity or any real relevance. It's it's actually it was made up by a conspiracy theorist. There's no legitimate documentation on this. Uh, The the real Project Bluebeam information came about, got the coin the term 
from a woman by the name of Dr. Carol Roslin, who was the lab mm-hmm. assistant at Werner von Braun, who testified at Dr. Stephen Greer's disclosure conference in 1999 in Washington, D.C., where she came out and talked about how Werner von Braun had told her that there was going to be an alien false flag event that was going to be utilized to unite the world into a one world government. And basically stop World War III, which kind of interesting that all that stuff's happening right now. Um, and But she never talked about holograms or fake Jesuses or fake UFOs or fake aliens. She said that it would be us reverse engineered technology, utilizing that technology against herself. But that's the extent. But someone else in 2010 called it Project Blue Beam, uh, created some fake documentation from fake stories. And now everybody mm-hmm. hangs on these words because they don't care to do their own research. Not, I'm not nothing right. against you, but I, no, no, I, know I just, that, I'm just I throwing the out the idea a lot that of the research of that. Go ahead, but go ahead. We're, oh, no, I was saying is that we, we, the manipulation. I'm not just saying it's Project Bluebeam. I'm saying what. So the idea that Osama bin Laden just happened to be, first of all, there's like a million caves in the Middle East. So let's not say that they were walk, you know, happened to walk in the right cave, and then happened to have a Kramer crew and happened to talk to him and happened to give a say. That just tells me it was all staged. The Wag the Dog, the movie Wag the Dog makes more sense to, you know, every single time we bring up these things that we see in history, that it's all production. They had an ex-CBS executive, this, the president of CBS, actually produce the January 6th film footage that was put out during the January 6th original uh, hearings. That whole, they, they, had a, they had a CBS or C, uh, whatever broadcasting company it was. He was the ex-president. He did all the production work on the January 6th stuff that was originally released under Nancy Pelosi. So right there, I mean, it's a direct correlation, and yet we're still like, oh, you know, uh, Nancy Pelosi's such a jerk. It's like she hired a movie producer, a TV producer, a, a media individual to do this. What do you think it's going to do? Okay, I want it to look like this. You bet, Nancy, it's going to cost you this much. You bet. Here's the check. I mean, you get what you pay for. And so what I'm saying is that the idea that we've had these coral these these things where we see that our government is willing to manipulate the media and do those things, you know, a whole uh, Osama bin Laden, whether it was him or not, how do we know? I mean, did we have a you know back then? I mean, the grainy footage that we used to get all the time from flip phones, but somehow now we have you know we have really good photos. We still can't get any good photos. I have better camera uh, views of my house than what we seem to have in our own government. I don't I don't understand that. I mean, this is absolutely ridiculous that we don't have better footage of things going on in the world around us. But anyway, I'm just going back to the idea that, you know, Osama Bin Laden sitting there going, oh, yeah, man, something's going to happen in New York. That wasn't staged? Come on. I mean, it just happened to go out? Come on. And he was that mad to go to knock down in Land 11? Come on. Why was his family in New York then? Why was Osama Bin Laden's family in New York hanging out doing family stuff at the same time that 9-11 happened? And they were allowed well, to fly what, out What of you're country. talking about is the Carlisle group. So the Obama, right. or the Osama bin Laden, or the bin Laden family, are one of the largest. Were were one of the largest construction contractors in Afghanistan, multi billionaires, um, right. and they their family had an vested interest in a corporation called the Carlyle Group, which is a global conglomerate owns thousands and thousands of name brand companies. And just so happens on September 10th, the Carlyle Group was meeting in Washington D.C. Now, a few of those people in attendance at the meeting were the Bin Laden family, as well as George Herbert Walker Bush Sr., former president, yep. 
uh, who is a member of the Carlisle Group, and Larry Silverstein, who owned the, the Twin Towers, was there, and many other people who were invested interest in the Carlisle Group. Dick Cheney, yeah. by the way, they owned um, Halle Burton. So the Carlisle Group owns Halle Burton. Dick Cheney, obviously, was one of the board members. Had to step down because he was vice president at the time. But uh, the next day on September 11th, <laughs> when all airspace was shut down throughout the United States – Personal planes of all the individuals of the Carlisle Group were allowed to leave Washington, D.C. airspace, including the bin Laden family. And that was granted to them by the vice president, who has zero military authority to call any shots or commands, but also gave the stand-down orders inside the Pentagon. The vice president, who has zero military authority, gave the stand-down orders to a standing two-star general, General Worley, and told them, do not engage over Washington, D.C., of which allowed a missile, they called a plane, to crash into the right. Pentagon. That was Dick Cheney who did that. We'll be back with what more the, Dark Delight Show. the missile right had wings? Oh, right, right. We'll be right back with Dark Delight Show. Dark Delight on the WYSL stations. All right. Back to the Dark Delight Show. Now, Jim. Oh, sorry, guys. I was into that song. You know, when when, <laughs> when the first Donald Trump indictment came out, right? one thing that was discussed by me was that uh, the, the New York DA um, had some very coincidental alignment of the indictment and the arraignment. The indictment happened to come on the 42nd anniversary of Ronald Reagan's assassination attempt, and the arraignment happened on the 55th anniversary of Martin Luther King Jr.'s assassination which to me was a message being sent to Donald Trump about him running for president, which I don't think he really cares about. But the deep state, the cabal, that's what they do. They send this message. Well, Rand Paul just yesterday sent a criminal referral to the DOJ against Anthony Fauci because of his perjury to Congress about gain-of-function research at the Wuhan lab. And do you find it a coincidence that... This morning, his Kentucky office in Bowling Green, Kentucky, his campaign office there for Rand Paul, is on fire, uh, burning down with a six-alarm fire. Causation has no correlation. What are you talking about? Or correlation has no causation? <laughs> what are you talking Just because in – oh, come on now. You didn't burn down a three-story building just because Rand Paul is going to indict somebody who lied to Congress repeatedly and the American people and may have caused millions of deaths. No. I mean, they wouldn't you would coerce or threaten him. Yeah, they wouldn't coerce or threaten him with death. Would they do that? Oh, you silly people. <laughs> you guys are you guys are conspiracists. That's what it is. The FBI was a riot about you guys all along. You guys are the crazy ones. <laughs> Golly. They, again, they didn't give it like, here's the thing, Josh. Could have it happened over the weekend? Did they have to do it on like literally the night? Like they couldn't have waited like a couple days or try to like create a separation between when he did the, the DOJ and, and, and then when the, the the building burnt down? Could we have not waited a day or two? Were they so anxious to get the message across? That right there is really kind of uh, telling about what's going on in this world around us. Mm-hmm. Kill him now. Yeah. No, that's crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like, oh, so I had, uh, I don't know, I got that event coming up in Michigan, uh, the the Sound of Freedom event that's uh, coming up that we're going to be supporting the uh, the ore, uh, the Underground Railroad and all that stuff with uh, Caviezel and um, Tim Ballard. Sorry, I forgot his name for a second. Uh, they've already, I've already had somebody call me and and 
basically volunteer their security services uh, because I'm going to that event. Oh, good. Because they're worried about that. Yeah. Oh, I'm going to. It's a three man detail. And they're like, no, dude, you need to be taken care of. I'm like, I don't I don't want to feel like this. <laughs> I don't want this feeling you're giving me inside here. I I feel all ooky ooky inside. I don't know what ooky ooky is, but I don't like it. Well, and anyway, so I do appreciate the fact that these guys are willing to step up for me and, and do security for me at this event. But I'm, but that, I'm just giving you guys the example that even me going to this event to speak about this is enough for them to be concerned for my well-being. But look what Rand Paul goes through just because he's doing exactly what the DOJ should have already done. Where is the where is the DOJ? Where is the FBI, CIA, NSA, all these different? Where's the sheriff? Why is it the local sheriff? Why aren't there sheriffs involved in this? Why aren't there, uh, what is it, uh, the state level, um, you know, the attorney generals of the state? Where are they at? Why aren't they involved? I mean, they should be the ones charging Fauci, all, all the different individual states for his misinformation, his his malfeasance. Where, where are we at? You know, we go and we make certain claims or whatever. People, you know, can do all kinds of stuff to tear us, tear our lives apart. But Fauci runs around and kills millions of people. Oh, and, and by the way, we have the exact documentation that says he created AIDS to get rid of gay people. And I know I'm paraphrasing a little bit, what? but that's we have a the documentation theory, Jim. <laughs> Jim, that's <laughs> the conspiracy theory. Come on. And then he literally no. is talking about it, like he's on video, even talking about it. And yet, are, are you going to try to tell me back. that that they weaponized ticks with Lyme disease and they weaponized mosquitoes with with Zika? Are you going to tell me that they actually quite literally designed SARS and released it first in the world in 2004? Come on, Jim. Those are conspiracy oh, theories. I know. And see, that's cr- and see, that's what it is. So what do you do? Well, you're crazy. You know, what me? What crazy? You're crazy. But so this is the problem is we have a situation where we're so used to hearing this that we don't even... We don't even hesitate. We just accept it. Well, yeah, it's a conspiracy. We don't. Yeah, yeah, that guy's crazy. He's crazy. You know, ah, he's crazy. That's how you discredit anybody. He's crazy. This is this is crazy that we believe this. I don't know. Anyway, this is uh, and also by the way, hey, Josh, have you seen the videos and the photos of Ukraine um, that are coming out across the internet where it shows like life is absolutely normal in Ukraine and most of the places, and there's really nothing oh, yeah. going yeah. on. <laughs> Have you seen the buildings that the news is showing bombed and then like people oh, are yeah. going outside and going, the building's <laughs> fine? I live in this building. Please tell me I'm not living in a blown out building. <laughs> Jeez. So again, you're crazy. No, Josh, you're crazy. No, Josh, you're crazy. You're the, you know, you're crazy. See, this is what we're doing. Everybody's crazy. Everybody's nuts. So what do we have to do? We have to go back and disprove and reapprove everything. I mean, if I'm saying like, we have to like, Oh yeah, cool. It's a cool story, and then we have to go over there and fact check all of our buddies. You know, we got to fact check every little thing because, well, you know, oh, it could be lying to us. I mean, I don't know. It's it's sad that we have to question each other than actually looking at the real crimes that are right in front of us. The circular firing squad that we do to each other is amazing. Well, you know, the world's about to change, Jim, and the mm-hmm. question of how that change is incurred is dependent upon the good people of this country, of this world, and how yeah. they perceive it and how they act through it and what actions they take when it begins to happen. And uh, we're, we're coming up right now on a pinnacle moment for humanity to where we, the people of the world, get to rise up against this evil and tyranny 
that has been perpetuating its agenda on us for a very, very long time. And we get to push back and fight back and hopefully get to take back our world and our country and uh, live in a, in a reign of peace for another thousand years. But we will see, man. It's uh, it's iffy because these people, they're they're pushing the gun. They are pushing the gun. Yeah. Well, I mean, again, that's the pain level. What is your pain threshold, right? How how far are you willing to go? When is it you say uncle? You know, it's like uh, I had a, uh, an uncle of mine. He's like, he would hold you underwater till you blew bubbles. Well, you just knew that, right? So as soon as he went to dunk you under the water, you waited for a second or two, wait for the bubbles to clear and then blow out air and then he'd let you right up. But, you you know, what is your pain level? I mean, are you guys going to wait till you drowned? You wait till the... the 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 pool all the water in the pool evaporates before you say anything. I mean, what what is your pain threshold? Where is it enough? Is it too enough? Enough is too enough. Enough is enough. When is enough enough? Enough enough. Mm-hmm. And that's a whole sentence. I made a whole sentence out of the word enough. It's pretty good. I don't know, guy was what I was challenging myself for, but anyway. All right. Well, <laughs> that's all I got, Josh. I, I, yeah, I ran out of words. That's it. I ran out of words, so I just kept using the word enough over and again, over and over and over and over. Enough, right. enough. Hey, enough. Yeah. How's your? You got a big weekend coming up? Anything cool? Got three minutes. Uh, well, Talk getting up. ready, getting ready for the camping trip. So this weekend, oh. uh, get to do some yard work. Got to get the house all ready. Got to get the dogs all ready. Um, got to yeah. get the camping stuff. So we got to go set up the tent. I got to go set up the canopy. Get those aired out and all ready to go. Uh, get right. my camping supplies ready. Start packing the stuff. Um, Check gun laws between the states that I'm going through because I'm taking a <laughs> firearm. Um, and I think you're good going west for the where you're traveling through. Well, Mont- South Dakota, Montana, right? South Dakota, Wyoming, and Utah. I should be good in all oh, three of those states. Uh, right. But yeah, I just you just got to check it out before you do it, uh, just to make sure that you're you didn't you know dot a T instead of cross an I. Um, oh. and so getting that all ready to go and that's, that's about it, man. Just going to be right. cleaning up the house, getting things ready. It is that season. Get ready for the, uh, the, the fall of war or the war of fall. That's right. We're, what we're getting ready to come up. Yeah. All right, guys. So. Much love, respect. God bless you guys. Take care. We'll see you guys next week. Have a great weekend. Take care.